Join me on the journey of being transfigured into the image of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. Love and Shalom in Yeshua. Hey, hello everyone. This is Mark Joshua. You know, um, this is my YouTube channel, by the way. If you're watching this, uh, please share my videos. Like this video if you like it. Uh, this is These YouTube videos are all about my journey and also I want to ask you to join me on this journey of, uh, that's based on the scripture uh, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 where it says that we go from glory to glory as we behold um, the Lord as in a mirror his glory we go from glory to glory to be transfigured into the image of Jesus Christ and our whole journey here on earth is to be more and more formed into his image and also um, I just share from that perspective on, and it's all happening by this, this the Lord who is the Spirit. So it's all by living with a communion with the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit being, being our lifeline to the Father and Jesus in heaven, because the Father is in heaven and Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. But he gave us a beautiful promise. The promise of the Father was the Holy Spirit. We have him here now and he can be our personal friend and you can get to know the Holy Spirit as a person. And it's so beautiful, that journey of getting to know Him, the Holy Spirit more and more, Him being our lifeline to the Father and Jesus. So I'm just sharing my heart, like a heart-to-heart -heart, uh, things I experience in my journey, but also asking you to come along on this journey. And um, sometimes I just share something spontaneous. Sometimes I share teachings. But I really want to ask you to pray for me as I have a lot of teachings in my heart and I want to be a good steward over it. Um, I just started doing this. I had a personal YouTube channel with different stuff on it. But now I really felt like using this YouTube channel to uh, sh share all these things that I'm sharing. And uh, so uh, thank you. I, I had someone, I think the person was from America. I don't know for sure. But uh, uh, um, somebody, somebody, a subscriber of my YouTube channel. Uh, it seems that that person is from America, but that person is really watching the video. So thank you so much. Uh, your name is Sigma. Thank you for watching. You just told me that you watched uh, some elevation worship and then you watched my video to start the day with. And I had another person. I think uh, his name is Ricky, uh, who's who also watches my video. So these are some shout-outs to all of you. Uh, that you were also encouraged by watching my videos and uh, some people asking for prayer. You, you should know that I always uh, pray for you also in these videos. Uh, and so I hope you're all built up, uh, exhorted and uh, just, you know, um, that it may be contagious what I share here for you to have a heart-to-heart -heart relationship with God. And um, uh, if you don't know, uh, I, we have ministries, we have two, two ministries here uh, in the Netherlands. I live in the Netherlands. Uh, we have a ministry called The Journey, and it's also The Journey to be formed into the image of Jesus Christ. That, Christ, that name is based on, on that, and that's a church planting ministry. We have home churches, we plant home churches, and then once a month all the home churches come together to be in the presence of Jesus. We call those gatherings presence gatherings. We get around the presence of Jesus. I really believe in home churches. I believe that's where the true discipleships 
um, true disciples are being made in homes. Um, but I also believe in the great, the big public meetings, as Paul said, when I met you in home, in your home, but also in, in public gatherings. So I, I, I believe in both, uh, but I believe the public gatherings are really to get in the big harvest. But um, I, I think it's, I really believe it's best to disciple in, in living rooms, in, in houses. Uh, so yeah, we do both. Heart to Heart is also a ministry. Heart to Heart is, we do miracle fests. I really sense that in, in my teenage years, I had a, a, an encounter at the Benny Hinn campaign. It was a healing service in Belgium, and I was so touched. Uh, he called out all the leaders to the front, and I was in my teenage years, but I still ran to the front. Uh, and then later on, uh, my mom made a comment that, that it was for the leaders. But since then, the Holy Spirit was really in my life and so tangible in my life. So I read Good Morning, Holy Spirit. It's a classic book, by the way. And then I learned that uh, Benny Hinn was also touched in Catherine Kuhlman meetings. So I'm studying Catherine Kuhlman as well and reading her books. And um, I believe we have a healing ministry. Um, you know, the Bible, we're all called to lay hands on the sick and that, they, that they're being healed as Christians. But in the Bible, in 1 Corinthians 12, it says that you can also have a gift of healing. That's a gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's why you call it like healing ministries, I believe. Uh, Catherine Kuhlman had that gift of healing and also Benny Hinn still he has that gift of healing and he's using that gift a lot to bless people and uh, there, are, there are a lot of miracles are happening so at a certain point in my life I also sense that the Lord asked me to have a stewardship over this healing ministry and organize miracle fest so that's what we do we last year in 2019 we had a miracle fest in Amsterdam in another city in the Netherlands called Enschede and we had a miracle fest in Bangkok, in Thailand, and a lot of miracles happened. And I really believe in the lifestyle of, of the miraculous. So, so I'm on the streets, I also experienced a lot of miracles. Uh, just la yesterday, I experienced a miracle that the Holy Spirit told me to talk to a woman. I received a word for her that she had a injury and she had a that, that she has a she has a dance studio a dance school but because of those injuries she can't go on with doing that and and that work was accurate and then i shared the gospel shared about jesus and i prayed for her uh, but so that miraculous life is is uh it's a lifestyle if you follow jesus because just in the book of acts the apostles and also the other christians that were helping the apostles led that kind of lifestyle I believe we, the Lord is calling us back to that kind of life as a Christian. So heart to heart, that ministry is focused on miracle fests. On we also do workshops in how you can use your spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit, how you can uh, have a more intimate relationship with Jesus. Um, we have a heart to heart school. We do heart to heart mission trips. Uh, so that's that's also uh, a ministry next to the the journey. And with the journey. We love to go to Israel every year and be a blessing to uh, the Jewish people and Israel every year. So we like to uh, do that as well. So that's in short uh, my life. But also you should know that during this quarantine, the Lord really put on my heart to make these videos to build up people. And I'm choosing to speak English because my first, uh, my mother tongue is Dutch. But I'm, I'm doing this in English because I want to bless uh, it, uh, the, the, the people worldwide that you can understand what I'm saying. Uh, we speak English a lot as well in, 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 our, 
in uh, our ministries in our church so uh, we're an international ministry but um yeah so i i sense the stewardship over these videos i don't take it lightly and also the people that are watching i don't take you lightly i uh, want to build you up i feel like i'm called to edify the saints and save the lost um, and that's actually the great commandment and to also make disciples right and but also mark 16 verse 15 where it says go into the world and preach the gospel i think those two are very important in our lives but also the intimacy is, is most important like uh, loving the, the father with all of your heart all your mind all your strength and your neighbor as yourself that's like the the, the greatest command commandment right uh, the greatest uh, yeah commandment so um, but from that point I speak uh, with all of you from 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 that heart uh, first of all and today I really felt like speaking about uh, the day of Ascension Ascension Day uh, yesterday it was a uh, uh, it's like a public uh, a holiday we have here in the Netherlands called uh, Ascension Day we celebrate the day that Jesus went back to heaven. He was ascended to heaven, and that's so. It's, that's it's such a beautiful um, uh, thing that happened uh, in what, what you can read in the Gospels, uh, in the Book of Acts. You can read that Jesus was taken up in heaven. He was caught up in in the sky and the, in in a cloud, and that cloud took him away to heaven. But it's so beautiful that he was just in a per, he was just in his body, and then the disciples saw him being caught up in in in, in heaven uh, elisha saw the same thing with um with happening with elijah but in the bible you can also read that enoch was also taken up in heaven uh there are more uh nor more places in the bible where people are taken up i believe it's also a foreshadow of the rapture that's why i also believe in the rapture of the church the rapture of the bride of jesus i think the same way uh we're, we're going to be taken up but um, uh, I like to read from Acts today. Uh, I'm gonna read, I, I do a lot of study from this book. This is the Amplified uh, Classic uh, um, Edition. And I love the Bible so much. It's really my study Bible. But sometimes I also read from the Passion Translation. Uh, so today I'm gonna read from the Passion, Passion Translation. I just wanted to share something about uh, Ascension Day and just have a heart to heart uh, talk with all of you. But Ascension Day is so beautiful and it's so remarkable that I believe only that we only celebrate in the Netherlands this day, that it's a holiday. Um, I don't know if it's celebrated anywhere else, but I just Googled it and I saw a lot of like people talking about that this is a day of celebration in the Netherlands and that it's a, it's a big part of uh, Christendom. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm going to read from Acts uh chapter 1 verse 2 to 11 so here it goes if you have your bible with you please uh, open up acts chapter 1 from verse 2 to 11. just before he ascended into heaven he left instructions that's jesus um, for the apostles he had chosen by the holy spirit first off i want to say that the book of acts is really what i believe the acts of the holy spirit because that's where the Holy Spirit was poured out and that's what there was the promise of the Father and that happened and then you can see the acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles how that worked so I believe the book of Acts is the acts of the Holy Spirit so let's read on 
after the sufferings of his cross, Jesus appeared alive many times to these same apostles over a 40-day period. And this is, that's amazing, over a 40-day period. The, day, the number 40 is so important because it also says here in the footnotes that Jesus was tempted for 40 days. And the deluge during Noah's day lasted 40 days and nights. Moses met with God for 40 days on Sinai. And Israel wandered for 40 years and Elijah fasted for 40 days. And But Jesus spent 40 days appearing to his disciples again and again after he was resurrected from the dead. And it's so, and it took them 40 days to comprehend that Christ's kingdom was spiritual and not political. That was something that's still in the mindset of a lot of Jews, that the Messiah is going to be a political figure, uh, just as Peter thought that uh, Jesus was uh, going to take over the kingdom uh, in Israel and overthrow the Roman Empire. But it was something very spiritual that he came to do. And it took them 40 days to understand this. Uh, that's why Jesus appeared to them in his glorified body for 40 days. And this quarantine, quarantine also, uh, the, the word quarant uh, is in it. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. That's in French. It means 40. So I believe in these 40 days, I'm going to have a teaching about the last hour. Please pray for me that I translate this teaching so that I receive in the spirit well with you in, in, uh, in spiritual truth. And um, But I want to give a teaching about this too. Um, but anyway, this 40-day period was very important for the disciples, for them to catch that it was something, what, what Jesus was really all about and why he came on earth and also to die on the cross. And Jesus proved to them with many convincing signs that he had been resurrected. During these encounters, he taught them the truths of God's kingdom, realm, and shared meals with them. Jesus instructed them, don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift I told you about, the gift the Father has promised. For John baptized you in water, but in a few days from now, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, we shouldn't take this lightly or see it as common because the Holy Spirit, as I said before, is our lifeline to the Father and Jesus. And the, the Bible also says in the, the Passion Translation that He's like a... Um, like an engagement ring. He's our uh, down payment for what we will get in heaven. And uh, he's so important. He's our sign that we are believers. Uh, the Bible also says that without the Holy Spirit, you, you cannot even say that Jesus is Lord. The Holy Spirit is so important. He's the reason why we're born again. And uh, so th this promise was so beautiful because the prophets prophesied over it. Also in Joel 2, you can read about it, that the, the Spirit will be poured out over all flesh. And that's what happened with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And right now, you, everyone, also you're, you that, are, that is watching and you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that's so beautiful. That's really the Spirit of the Father coming to, come to, to, that's coming to live in you. Uh, but also that's when you that's what happens when you are born again but baptism means that you're immersed in the spirit so it becomes so you're so full of it that it becomes from the innermost being becomes so you're being immersed in it like the baptism in water you're immersed by water surrounded by water that's what happens when you are being baptized with the holy spirit and that promise that's a great promise and that's why it, it was also a very it was a big deal and that's why jesus really announced this 
And let's, let's read on in verse 6. Every time they were gathered together, they asked Jesus, Lord, is it the time now, now for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? You see that their mindset was still like that? That they thought maybe Jesus was going to be like a King David, ruling like a king from Israel, not knowing that that's, that was still about to happen. happen. Uh, the Apostle John didn't receive the book of Revelation at that time. But later on, uh, he received that book of Revelation. But all the revelation that's what was about to, gonna, uh, to happen, that Jesus will rule on earth for a thousand years with us. Um, and, but that's in the, that was in the future. But they were thinking that it was going to happen at that period um, of time. But Jesus was ascended to heaven. So he answered in verse 7. He answered, the Father is the one who sets the fixed dates and the times of their fulfillment you are not permitted to know the timing of all that he has prepared by his own authority but i promise you this the holy spirit will come upon you and you will be sized with power and you will be my messengers to jerusalem throughout judea the distant provinces even to the remotest places on earth Right after he spoke those words, the disciples saw Jesus lifted into the sky and disappear into a cloud. As they stared into the sky, watching Jesus ascend, two men in white robes suddenly appeared beside them. They told the startled disciples, Galileans, why are you staring up into the sky? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but he will come back the same way that you saw him ascend. This is so beautiful. This is, this is the day of ascension, that Jesus was taken up in his body uh, in a cloud and ascended to, uh, to heaven to the right hand of the Father. And there were, there were witnesses of this, and it's beautiful. And immediately after, there were uh, people, there were men in white, uh, angels in white robes. Uh, they, they appeared beside them, and they said, the same way you see him ascend, this is the same way he will also descend back on earth. That's when Jesus will come here and reign uh, uh, from from uh, Israel and reign the whole uh, reign over the earth, the, the the whole world. So, so that was also a promise they received by then, and uh, that was that happened on the Mount of Olives because the, the the Bible says here in verse twelve the disciples left the Mount of Olives and returned to Jerusalem less than a mile away. Uh, I, I've been to Israel a few times and. The Mount of Olives is just next to the old city of Jerusalem. And that the Bible says that Jesus will also come back on that Mount of Olives. And when his foot touches that Mount of Olives, the, um, it will also split. That mountain will, will split. Um, and that's uh, some, some people still I believe that all, that already happened. But I think that's a false doctrine. It didn't happen yet. Jesus will still return. I believe the, he will pick up his bride first with the rapture and then later on we will return back with him uh, uh, on earth to reign here uh, on earth. So the ascension is so beautiful and I, I love it that we have this uh, holiday in the Netherlands um, and it says something about our roots as, as in the Netherlands. I believe there is a big Christian foundation here in this country. But... Um, um, the ascension was so important because then he could also fulfill 
the scriptures, but also that the Holy Spirit could come because Jesus said, if I, can, if I don't go, you cannot, the Holy Spirit cannot come. Uh, and because that also, that's also fulfilling of scripture. So that had to happen. And um, uh, so our day of ascension is so, so beautiful. It also reminded me of Ephesians 4, because I want to talk about what, what happened then. You know, the whole book of Acts, what you can see what happened to the apostles when they became witnesses all over the world. Uh, and in Ephesians 4, it says something about the ascension as well. And I want to read that. Uh, let's read that. Mm. Okay, let, let's read from verse 7. From verse 7 to verse 13. Here it goes. And he has generously given each one of us supernatural grace according to the size of the gift of Christ. This is why he says he ascends into the heaven heights, taken his many captures once, captured once with him, and gifts were given to men. He ascended means that he returned to heaven after he had first descended from the heights of heaven, even descending as far as the lowest parts of the earth. As you all know, the people asked Jesus, what is the sign? And he said, uh, the sign I will give you uh, is the sign of Jonah being in the belly of the will for three days. Jesus was in the belly of the earth for three days because he descended into the uh, Sheol or the, the, the uh, you know, I, I believe that there was hell as well, Hades or um, Gehenna. But he was there for the lowest parts of the earth. That's where uh, Gehenna and Hades and Sheol also is. And he was there. So he went to the lowest part of the earth. Can you, the John 1, chapter 1 says that Jesus came out of the bosom of the Father. Speaking of the sacrifice he made as the Son of God, he came from the bosom of the Father, went to heaven, uh, earth, being born as a child in flesh and blood, having a body like us, and fulfilling the scriptures, being obedient to the Father until death, uh, showing what true humility means as a Lamb of God, then uh, going to the this, uh, dying on the cross, descending to the lowest parts of the earth. And then from that point on, resurrecting from the dead and ascend, ascending back to heaven. That's amazing if you think about Jesus, a beautiful son of God. It's a beautiful man, uh, the son of man, Jesus. Uh, he's so beautiful if you think about it. He's like the, the Bible says, he's the radiance of the glory of the Father. And and he's like, um, like, like you can say like God in the flesh, you know, the, how he was here on earth. And then he resurrected from the dead and he received a glorified body. And he still has that body with the holes in his hand and holes in his feet. Um, because that's how he showed the disciples that he was crucified. He showed them the holes, the scars uh, in his hands. And um, so, but Jesus did this for us. And it's so beautiful. That's why he can feel, the Bible says, uh, descending as far as the lowest parts of the earth in the first ten, the same one who descended is also the one who ascended above the heights of heaven in order to begin the restoration and fulfillment of all things. And it says here in the footnotes that the Greek text says that he might fill all things. You know, the Bible says also that, the, that Jesus fills the universe with his presence. 
but that that happened after the crucifixion after he went to the lowest part of the earth and rose again from the dead and ascended back to heaven that's when he could restore all things back to him you know jesus came as the one who's going to restore us back as as we were as 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 human beings in the garden of eden uh, adam and eve uh, in, in, in communion with uh, God, you know, walking with God naked, without shame, without the sense of sin, and that he made us God-conscious back uh, again, in, instead of sin-conscious, because he cleansed us with his, with, his, with his blood, and this blood, the Bible says, this blood is crying out forgiveness for us, and that blood is, we're covered by his blood now, and that's when we become, the Bible also says, it cleans your conscience of sin, and that, that that's when you become God conscious, conscious of His presence, and so He He did that just to fulfill everything, to fulfill the Scriptures, but also to bring everything back to Him. The Bible says the Father gave His Son Jesus all the authority, and and, and for for Jesus to fulfill all these things. And later on, Jesus gave uh, is giving back the authority uh, back to the Father, but but He had to do this to fulfill everything and restore everything back onto Jesus. And that's what he did, and that's why he can fill the whole universe with his presence. Uh, and then it says here in verse 11, And he has appointed some with grace to be apostles, and some with grace to be prophets, and some with grace to be evangelists, and some with grace to be pastors, and some with grace to be teachers. And there, that's the fivefold ministry. That's what the Bible calls, that's what we call the fivefold ministry, right? And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to their own works of ministry. The purpose of the fivefold ministry is to prepare the holy believers to their own works of ministry. It's not to bring them to your ministry and that they all fulfill your calling, but they're called to do also their works of ministry and build them up. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. These grace ministries will function until we all attain oneness into the faith, until, until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. I'm going to pause there for a minute because the Christianity is really uh, that we experience the fullness and what it means to know the Son of God. Jesus is the whole fivefold ministry. He's an apostle, he's a prophet, he's an evangelist, a pastor, and a teacher. But as a body of Christ, we can only apprehend that, who Jesus is, and get to know the Son of God. The whole purpose of the body of Christ and church is to be the, all, to all have the mind of Christ, and then we can all uh, know Him as He truly is by, by having this. And then it says here, And finally we become one into a perfect man with the full dimensions Dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. So the fivefold ministry is really there. It's beautiful gifts. That's why we need to honor and respect the fivefold ministry. We need to honor and respect the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, and also the fivefold that's called in your life. But also, if you're in a ministry and, you, and there's a ministry, uh, other apostle from another ministry, you know, honor them. If, um, because there are gifts, these are grace gifts for the body of Christ. And um, so that we can all become, uh, become a perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. 
That's why the fivefold ministry is so important that we can come to a spiritual mature, maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ, the fullness of who Christ is. And that's the whole purpose that we that we start to know who he truly is and see who he truly is and also reflect in this world who he truly is. So I just wanted to share that with you and also the importance of the fivefold ministry and that Jesus was all these things. And as the body of Christ, we can really come to the point of experiencing who he truly is, the abundance of Christ, knowing the Son of God. The more I walk with him, the more I'm led by the Holy Spirit and surrender to the Holy Spirit, the more the Holy Spirit points me to Jesus and, and points me to who he truly is. Even the Father points to his son Jesus when he said, listen to my son at the day, at the mountain of transfiguration. Uh, the, uh, Elijah was there, Moses was there. And, anyway, at the mountain of transfiguration, sorry, I just had a little bit of a blackout. I'm also very tired, I had a night shift. Uh, I'm, I'm a, a hardcore, uh, uh, a full-time dad as well. You might see some stains of milk of my baby. Uh, we have to, we have a beautiful son of two years old and a, a ba uh, just a baby was just born, a beautiful daughter. But anyway, there at the mountain uh, of transfiguration, Elijah and Moses and Jesus were there and Jesus was being uh, transfigured. There was a lot of light coming from him. And then Peter said, like, let's make tents for all of us to be in, a tent of meeting. Um, um, and, and then the father says, this is my son, and I, and I speak through him now. Like, like in other words, uh, that's, Jesus is the mediator for all of us now. Um, and all of the prophets, even the whole, the old, old Testament, was already uh, prophesying about Jesus when the Spirit came over them. I just read in Second Samuel that Hannah... When she received uh, a child, um, Samuel, she prophesied over Jesus that, that the king will come, the anointed one of, 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 of God. So, uh, so what I want to say is that that's the purpose of us all. And, and that's what we need, all need to come to, to getting to know the Son of God and, and be, becoming, seeing him more and more as he truly is. And that's why the when Jesus was ascended and gave all these grace gifts for us, these grace ministries, we need to respect that. We also need to check with us ourselves which gift we has, have been given and also work out your salvation and also knowing which one of the five you are. Um, I also did uh, courses for it. I got people prophesying over me which of the fivefold I am, but sometimes... I even even don't know any anymore what, what I am of the fivefold, but uh, it's just like he gave that as a blessing for the body of Christ, and that's his purpose. And then he wants to come and pick us up again as his bride, and, and a mature bride, a spiritual mature bride. So we need to grow into to spiritual maturity. That's so important. So this, I just want to share that with you, the, the reason why he was ascended, and also the gifts we have gotten as the body of Christ. Um, when when the when he ascended, there were gifts descended to us, and, and why he will come back again. Uh, so I hope you're encouraged by it. I, I, I still think 
um, uh, I want to share more about uh, the times we're living in. I want to give a, 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 a teaching about the last hour. I still need to do part two of the days of Noah and the flood of fire. But I have so many teachings in my heart that I want to share with you. I hope you like this. You can, you can share my videos. You can like it. I pray that we all realize what Jesus did here on earth and also the reason of him ascend, ascending back to heaven and also the, the, the uh, um, consciousness of his presence in our lives and that it's all about getting to know him better and uh, walking in the fullness of Christ. So I pray that over you and I pray that the Holy Spirit will also teach you about the grace gifts, the grace ministries and show you which gifts you have received as a grace gift, but also the, the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which is written in 1 Corinthians 12, and you, that you start to walk with it, in it, with it, and also by by help of the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is our helper, he's our friend. So I pray this over you, and I pray that, you're, um, that the grace of our Master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of our Father God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Love and shalom in Yeshua. And I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Love you.